This is an all ears English bonus episode. Three success tips from a Silicon Valley CEO with Elsa founder Vu Van. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 200 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection, with your American host, Lindsay McMahon, and today's featured guest coming to you from Denver, Colorado, USA. What does it take to achieve your dreams in a new culture? In today's episode, you'll meet Vu Van, a Silicon Valley entrepreneur from Vietnam who moved to the U.S., overcame her language and culture challenges, and built a wildly popular app with 40 million users. Listen in for success tips to achieve your dreams across cultures today. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car, like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all wheel drive. You can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Hello, Vu. Welcome to the show today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. Good. I'm so excited to have you on All Ears English today to introduce you to our audience. Guys, in today's episode, we have a Silicon Valley-based CEO and entrepreneur originally from Vietnam and the founder of the EdTech startup ELSA. That stands for English Language Speech Assistant. It is the world's smartest AI pronunciation coach with 40 million users at this point. Boo, that is a lot of users. Congratulations, first of all. That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. You must have worked really, really hard to get to this point. So I'm going to continue to give our listeners a little bit of background of where you are from and what you have done. Guys, before founding Elsa, Vu Van earned an MBA and a master's in education from Stanford and lived in Singapore, Denmark, and worked for the top four global management consulting firm, Booz & Company. Boo, that is quite a resume. You know, many of our listeners are also in the business world. And I think today's episode is going to be fantastic for you guys. You're going to be inspired. We're going to learn how Vu was able to achieve her dream of founding this app, this venture funded app, despite, you know, doing this in your second language and in a new culture. Is that right, Vu? Yes, that's right. Awesome. So can you tell us a little bit about the ELSA app, what it's all about, what it does, and what we need to know? No, thank you so much for giving me the opportunity to share with all ears English community. 
Also, as we as you said, it stands for English Language Speech Assistant. It's a product that relies on our proprietary voice recognition technology that we built in-house a few years ago that has a very unique ability to understand you when you speak English with all of the different accents, but then also be able to pinpoint the exact mistakes that you have when you speak English, and then eventually giving you the instruction in real time about how you can improve those mistakes that you made, whether you have to speak slower, faster, emphasize in different parts of the sentence so that other people can easily understand you, or telling you how to move your tongues and your lips in different positions so that you can fix those pronunciation mistakes that you just made. I love that. Yeah. I think Avu, a lot lot of the challenges that some of our listeners tend to have is feeling nervous, feeling embarrassed about their pronunciation and feeling that the only time they can actually practice is when they're in front of a native speaker or in a conversation. So how does Elsa kind of fix that? It seems like we can work on this kind of at home in a private space and then be ready when it comes time to connect. Is that right? That's right. So it's a mobile application, right? So it's like your personal coach. That's why we have the name Elsa. It's like your private buddy that you can open at any time, whenever you have time, before you go to sleep, when you wake up in the morning, right? Then you practice speaking. We have a very smart engine that will understand what your challenges are on your personal learning journey. And then we just recommend you today, here's the five things that you want to focus on so that you can improve it. And it's a learning journey, right? You don't improve over time, overnight, but over time, you will follow the learning lessons and the path that we set out for you. And then you will get the feedback and then improve it. Right. It's true. And there's really not a lot of apps out there in the world, you know, helping us improve our pronunciation. There's a lot of vocabulary apps, a lot of podcasts like this one, but it is actually kind of hard to find specific lessons in pronunciation. And that's why I like this. Yeah, no, you know, because, you know, I can talk to you like this and you might be listening to my English, but you're not going to pause at every single second and telling me what I do right and wrong. Exactly. So we need that feedback for the learners. And that's why we're creating OSA to give that feedback on your personal space. You don't have to feel embarrassed by another person. You don't have to feel interrupted in your conversation. And yet you get all of this powerful feedback uh, by the AI. Yeah, well, that's the key for me, right? Once we get past that embarrassment, then we are free and we can practice as much as we need and we can then connect because on All Ears English, we talk a lot about connection, not perfection. And I see this being a key tool to get to the ultimate goal, which is not perfect pronunciation. It's actually human connection, right? Whether you're pitching your company to a VC, a venture capitalist, or whether you're consulting in a worldwide firm, you need to connect, Isn't that right? Yeah. And you know, the other thing is that that credibility that you build. And one of the research that I learned when I was uh, doing my research in education was that when you speak English with like a very strong accent that people had a hard time understanding you, people trust you a little, a lot less, right? Like 20% less in your credibility. Yes. Professional world, trust is everything, right? So I think it's also very important in improving your credibility, your confidence, um, your overall communication. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, you can be so much more qualified than anyone in the room, but if you don't have the trust, you can't achieve the dream, achieve, achieve the the career or the raise or that kind of thing. So guys, I want to encourage you right now to go over and grab Elsa. We're going to get into Vu's story a little bit more, 
But first, go over to allersenglish.com slash E-L-S-A, and we have arranged a special deal for you guys. You can get 85% off a pro lifetime membership or 40% off a pro one-year membership. So I want to encourage you guys to go over there so you can get to that level of trust and connection that we all want. Awesome. So Vu, I would love to turn to your story and see how this came about. You know, I would love to hear a story from you at some point building your career where you realized that you needed Elsa and you decided to build it. Can you share something with us? Yeah, no, definitely. You know, I was born and raised in Vietnam. So learning English has been a big part of my journey, right? We all know the importance of English, why English will open doors and opportunities for you. And I have been spending so much time learning English, right? Like for years, I would be very good at reading and writing. I probably do very well in all of my English tests. Yes. Uh, there's so many moments that I realized when I speak English, people had a really hard time understanding me, but that manifested a lot more when I started moving abroad, especially when I was in, uh, in the U.S. doing my MBA at Stanford. Okay. You know, in a classroom like MBA, people wouldn't care about your grades anymore. People care about what you had to contribute in the classroom. Yes. And so just like a lot of our friends, I raised my hand like, hey, I have this idea. I want to contribute to the class. And more often than not, what I realized in those moments in the classroom was that our professor would be listening to me and say, thank you for your contribution and then move on to the next person. Okay. And then my classmate would be, answering something and then professor would say wow that was such a good idea let's dig deeper into that idea oh that was, so okay that's so frustrating oh my gosh sitting there i was like wait i just said the exact same thing five minutes ago how come i didn't get that same attention right and you know lots of things go into your head you're a female you're from asia it's just so many things but it happened more often than not and i reached out to my classmates and professors and asking for feedback and the feedback was that they had a really hard time understanding my English back then. Okay. Not because they didn't respect my opinion, but for them to understand me, they had to ask me to repeat again. And they might not have that time or they didn't want to embarrass me. So then they decided to ignore it, right? Like to move on to another person. And it was extremely frustrating. As you said, I could be very smart. I could just like have all of these amazing ideas, but if I couldn't really communicate it well, it yeah. was so straight and you feel handy, handicapped in a lot of it, right? And you had the expertise. Yes, exactly. So that in those moments, I'm like, well, what can I do to improve my English speaking? It's not that I don't know English. I'm very good at English. Yes. But I couldn't get to speak correctly. That other people would understand me. And I wish like somebody really told me what's, I, uh, what's going on, right? What, what did I not do correctly so that I can improve it and fix it? Right. And, and, and it was one of the the moments where I really, really want that personal coach uh, that can help me improve my English speaking journey. I love that. That is, I love when innovation happens because of a key moment, a moment, often it is kind of a painful moment, right? And this is so key for our listeners. Guys, I imagine a lot of you have been in a very similar situation. You're in a graduate school program or you're in a corporate setting in the US, the UK, Australia, and for whatever reason, people are not resonating with what you're saying, but you're saying the exact same, same thing that everyone else is saying. Painful, honestly. Um, okay, but clearly this led to innovation. This led to you creating Elsa, getting the funding. And now how many users? You said 40 million users. Is that right? Yes. 
Oh my gosh. Okay. So now our listeners clearly want to get some tips from you on how to do this. So could you offer us today, Vu, three key tips on how to achieve our dreams, make our dreams a reality, even in a second language and in a new culture? What would be your first tip for our listeners? You know, the first tip is to have a dream, right? Like, uh, to be honest, right? A lot of us are so busy with our lives that we forget that we can have a dream because dream is tax-free, right? Nobody's going to tax you. (laughs) So go ahead and dream big, dream anything, right? Nobody can determine whether your dream is big or small, right? Like nobody can say, oh, you shouldn't dream that, you should dream this, right? So I think have that freedom to dream is really important. And it's really important to remind yourself every once in a while, just do a little reflection. What is that that I'm working towards? It's like, what is my big dream? Am I working towards that? And it's okay if you don't work towards that right now, but can you revisit that in a year from now so that you make sure that you work towards that? Because otherwise, one year goes by, five years goes by, 10 years goes by, then you realize that you're not working towards a bigger dream. Yes. That, yeah, that, 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 that you're pursuing chasing after, right? And that dream could be anything that's personal to you. Sure. It doesn't really matter. You, sh- you don't let everybody dictate whether that dream is a good dream or not. If it's your dream, it's your dream. And I would love for everybody to... You know, take that personal time for yourself. Don't let the busy life dictate what you should do in your life. And then dream is free. Just dream it's free. I love that. That is so good. Do you have just a follow-up to that? Do you have a ritual? Like every New Year's Day, you sit down and have a conversation with yourself? Or do you have something you put on your wall to make sure you remember what your dream is and you hold yourself to it? Or is it just trying to keep it in mind? You know, different milestones. One of the biggest um, time that I realized I didn't have it was, you know, I grew up in Asia, right? It's very busy. You got to get to the top school. You got to get the best grade. You got to go to the top company. You got to get promoted. And so you yeah. follow that track and it's very successful track, but it might be the track that the society set out for you. I think the biggest uh, turning moment was when I actually applied to Stanford. And one of the essays was asking, what matter most to you and why? Mm. And that was the first moment that I never really answered that question. I actually don't know. I'm like, wait, what do you mean? Like, how do I even know this one, right? So then once you started answering that question, a lot of the questions come up about your dreams. What is that I really want to achieve uh, long-term, short-term? And and so 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 that was the, the start of that. And believe it or not, it was an essay that I wrote like 13 years ago. I still read it every once in a while just to see, has that changed? What matters yeah. to me? Has that changed? And if so, do I now know what is the new thing that matters to me or I forgot about that? So it's Love not it. like every new year resolution or things like that. I think it's just like every once in a while, especially when you feel like you're a little lost mm. about what to do, remind yourself to go back to that core question, right? And then yeah. try to reflect on it and see whether that makes sense for you. How do you know your loss is also another skill, right? Like you, you, you feel like you're drifting around, you're doing right. something, but you get joy out of it. I think that maybe sometimes you realize that, hey, yeah. I need to get back to the core of it and knowing whether I have, uh, I'm working towards something or not. I love it. So good. So it sounds like the the key here is living a little bit more intentionally, right? Going a little bit below the surface of what the average person would do. Because average people don't create, you know, venture funded companies or achieve the dreams that they want in life, right? Guys, you don't have to have the exact same dream, but everyone does have a dream. So go a little below the surface try to find it. So tip number one, guys, have a dream. It's (laughs) tax-free. I love it. So good. But what would be your second 
tip for our listeners to achieve their dreams? You know, the second one, surround yourself with people that can help you, whether that's mentor, your buddies, your coaches, your advisors, right? Because for this dream, it's a big one. You can't succeed alone. You no. can smartest person but you always the smartest in that one skill to do anything it takes like a hundred skills that you don't know right so surrounding yourself by the people that willing to help you that mentor you is extremely important because the journey of Elsa is not the journey of my own I can't do this company on it's like a lot of people directly or indirectly helping me you know you you won't believe but in the very first moment I just like you calling up every single friend of mine that started the company and asking them what to do. Even now, I'm still calling up people because every single journey that you go through raises a set of new challenges I haven't seen before, right? So yes, that, that network of support is really important to help mm-hmm. make sure that you succeed in your dream and your goal because they can complement everything that you don't know and how to do it, right? But they also keep you motivated you know every once in a while when you feel like oh my god that dream is so big they can right. talk to you about why is that achievable why you're the right person to do it and so they also if you forget about it they're going to be asking you hey what are you doing towards that so that yeah. they hold you accountable towards that as well because it's very easy to forget about those so i think having a network of support uh the community uh mm. big and small far near doesn't really matter okay um, call up for help is, is important. Yeah. I love that being resourceful, right? The smartest, most successful people that I know guys do lean on their resources quite a bit. Don't feel embarrassed to pick up the phone. This is something I personally struggle with. Sometimes I don't want to bother the person or they're probably busy. Right. But if I picked up the phone and asked for help, I would, I would build that connection with that person and get the help I needed. So guys, the second tip from Vu is be resourceful, use the people in your life and realize that whatever you are creating, your dream is not going to happen alone. Just you, right. It's going to be a whole company or a team or a family, whatever it is. I love that. So good. So far, I love these tips, Boo. Do we have a third tip for our listeners before we finish up today? I think the third one is to really know yourself, right? Like know what you're really good at and then know what you're not good at and be honest about it. Uh Uh, And then because once you know what you're really good at and not what you're not really good at, then you can figure it out where you need help and then touch onto the second point that I just mentioned, like figure out who can help you. In my case, for example, I know that I can do a lot of things, but I know one of the most important things, if I want to succeed, moving to the U.S., which is a very new country, very new culture, very new language, if I want to succeed here, one of the basic foundations is that I have to communicate well in English, right? Yes. Otherwise, I have to move back home. And I was very honest about my, 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 my weakness. I worked really hard to find out different solutions in improving my English. And because I know that without overcoming that English communication barrier, because I felt embarrassed, I lost my confidence. I didn't want to socialize with other Americans just because I don't believe that they understand me. Right? I stuck right. in my little circle mm. uh, that would be limiting my ability to succeed. So knowing that my English is not good, I didn't actively figure out a solution to work on it and improve it. Uh, you know, it eventually led me to pursue my dream. Right? I worked on my personal challenge, my pinpoint. Uh, but then it turned out into a, a bigger idea that I had to to help uh, eliminate that challenges for a lot of people. But I think back to the, the the advice that I got is really 
understand your challenges, understand your weaknesses, understand where you go at, and just be very honest about it. There's nothing to be embarrassed about it, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I need to talk about this one. I'm going to figure out how to work on it. In my case, I really work on my English uh, skill, and I continuously working on that, right? And then I build a company to help other people who are in the same challenges like me to then improve that uh, weakness as well. Yes, I love that. So know your strengths, know your weaknesses, and then get to work on your weaknesses, right? And that's clearly what you did because then you were able to build that company, get your team on board, get your investors on board and move forward. This has been fantastic, Boo. I want to thank you for coming on the show. And before we finish up today, I want to let our listeners know one more time where they can go to try Elsa. Guys, go over and grab this special offer that we have arranged for you. Go to allearsenglish.com slash E-L-S-A. And again, we have the special pro membership available for you, 85% off a lifetime membership and 40% off your one year membership. So go over to allearsenglish.com slash Elsa and join today. Vu, is there any final message you'd like to leave for our the Allers English audience here? I mean, thank you so much for having me uh, and being part of this community, right? Like just speak really good English. You're going to feel so much more confident and opportunity is going to be wide open for you. We are here to help you unleash your full potential or like just like solve any challenges that I personally had it before. And I'm just here to help. Thank you. I love it. Thanks so much. It was great chatting with you today. I really appreciate it, Vu. I'll see you next time. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. Would you like to know your English level? Take our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com forward slash fluency score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.